Welcome to Too Far. I am Robbie Hoffman. And I'm Rachel Colley. And on this podcast, we're going to say crazy stuff, but we don't mean it all the time. Are you muted, Rob? I was, yeah. As a matter of fact, I was muted. Perfect. Are we recording? Yeah. Now we'll get into it, but um, as everybody knows, we're trying to book Mark Marin. We're trying to get Mark Marin on the pod. Um, and I would say it went worse than expected yesterday. What running happened? into him uh, at the at the store, at the comedy store, world famous comedy store where I uh, perform sometimes. So what, so what happened? You reminded me to ask him. Now, you have to understand that I have a very long history with Mark Marin. I didn't know okay, that. And I know you don't like these long stories, but when I started comedy, maybe like some eight years ago or something, I don't even remember when this was, it was a thousand years ago. I got some intro spots at the Just for Last Comedy Festival in Montreal. Some considered me a prodigy. From I, I leave it who? up to the audience. A prodigy of someone or just? Of, of stand-up. Are you, were you so a, young? Yeah, it was early when I started. How too, old was the was was the point? It was very early when I started. It was like I just started stand up, and they weren't. But how real old spots. were you? I'm not aging. I'm not. No, I'm not, I need we're to, not doing that. Wait, let me no, say. No, I something. was young. I was in my twenties. Okay, that's not so young to be starting stand up because you know I started when I was early nine. 20s. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. But and I'm you just stopped saying. For 10 years. I'm, yes, you had parents who believed in you and put you in art programs and this and that, and you went to an art school. We get it. No, I, I didn't, didn't have dreams to, as a child. Shh, shh. Wait, 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 Rachel. wait, wait, Robbie, 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 wait. We're coming in too hot. Let me say some. Let me just say one or two things. To me, prodigy means you know you're seven. That's what that means to me. I'm. Uh, that's all I'm saying. And then I want to. No, give- well, you're wrong about that. Though you're so wrong. Prodigy no. can also mean when you start, you're an immediate talent. I Had understand. I started at seven, believe me. Okay, you know what I'll say? I started stand up at seven. No. I beat you. Well, then it you're lying. House. You're lying. No. No, no. Rob- actually, I'm not because let me bring you something right now. Robbie, wait. Give me a second. Oh, my Give me a second. God. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I'll be right back. All right, I'm going to take this moment to speak directly to the listeners. I need you to be advocating for me to get to talk more because you can hear how she's talking over me nonstop. I can't get a word in. I don't know what to do. I need you guys to be rallying behind me, screaming, DM her, let Rachel talk, let Rachel talk, because this is the only time. All I wanted to say was I started stand up when I was nine. You know, isn't that amazing? What amazing background info that now you have about me because I had the opportunity to discuss it with you um, unhindered by Robbie screaming at me. Um, What did I talk about when I was nine? Barbies. You know, I was kind of still, you know, hating women as a child. I thought Barbies were stupid. Um, I talked about my parents, of course. They had just gotten divorced which I talk about to this day. I don't think you can ever recover from that. That's very cute, Robbie. Do you see what I did? Obviously, we weren't allowed to leave the house, really. But is this reversed because of the angle? Can you say that says The Joke Book no, by perfect. Ricky Hoffman? It's perfect. Okay, and look, at this is, I was six years old, seven years old. This is uh, going into first grade, right? Yeah. Look how I drew him. It's a doggy, but look, he's wearing a shoe. On his hand. That's amazing. And right, so it's already jokes, jokes. 
Okay, so you don't think I started writing jokes? Look at this, six, seven years old. Well, I wish it had the exact date. Read me a joke. Here's the first joke. I can't illustrate it as well by Rifki Hall. Okay, so look at the look at the illustration. Okay, and I'll just for the for the video if we ever put it. Okay, and I'll read it. Okay, read it. I have mean eyes and I have shape teeth. I'm reading her and shape nails and I live in the forest. What am I? A bear. Whoa! Wait, what is the joke? That's a riddle. It's a riddle, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. I am cold and I fall every weary. What am I? Snow. These are riddles. These are not jokes. These are statements Whatever. of truth. For a six-year-old? Shut up. I'm just Look saying. At this. this is the funnest one. Look at this. That's a cross. No, it's a present. But it looks. I am exciting. Yeah. To open. I have I a surprise. I have a surprise in me. What, what am, am I? I? Yeah. A present. No, that's nice. That's great, Rob. Okay, so I was a prodigy. So you stand fucking corrected. No, I would say you stand fucking corrected. No, I would say you. Bitch. I would say you um have actually proven my point. Now, do I think today you're a phenomenal comic? Of course, but you claim. Of course, but well, here's what I'm Robbie, saying. When no, I no, no, no. Listen, scene. listen. You have to let me finish my sentences. No, I don't. Yes, I'm you done with do. That. I'm, I'm gonna have a panic that. attack. That's fine. Because I'm listening. That's fine. No, you have to let me, because then I'm gonna quit. So quit. I need. Well, go on. No, I the need to be able on. to talk. You have to let me talk. Go. I was starting with a story. Yeah, you. Go ahead. No, now I don't want to anymore. No, I want to hear. No, I don't remember because now I'm heated. Go ahead. Finish your story with Mark Marin. I understand what you're saying about prodigy. What I meant is, yes, had I been given the opportunity to start at nine, I think I would have, with these jokes, mm-hmm. killed it. Totally. You, I mean, your delivery uh, is really what's phenomenal. So I think you're getting up on stage, you're telling the jokes, you know, you're killing Yeah, me. these jokes are good. What am I, a bear? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'm yeah. a present. Wake right. up. Yeah, no, of course. Right. What did you want to say before? See, then you get sad. You're not well, able. Because like, you're the whole back point sad. of a podcast is that you get to talk. And I listen, and I don't want to talk about it anymore because people are starting to get annoyed with how much we talk about it. But you just, you got, you I have, if I'm talking, I'm always talking over you. And it has to be so that I also have a voice in here. Okay. Well, what do you want to say? No, now I have nothing to say. Because now See, she's got nothing to say and wants to talk. No, because imagine if every time you had something to say, you had to one fight your way to it, and then it's two minutes later when you finally get your platform, and you're and you you know it's gone. So why don't oh, I, I? I can't imagine because this is how I grew up with nine siblings. Well, I didn't Rachel. have to grow up that way, and you can't enforce it on me. What do you want? You want to split off and do separate podcasts? No, I don't want to discuss the state of the pod. I just want you to give me room to talk. And now you tell your story, and and I'll of course okay, listen. Okay, I'm gonna be more patient with the with the with the room for you. But you have to understand that yes, I did fight my way to talk, and here I don't we are care. today. And here we are today. So you start to fight. You're doing a no, podcast with me. No, you have to understand. There's a little fight. You need to push back well, a bit. And I'm that's pushing it. And you back. Get sad, crying. No, I'm pushing back. It's too much. You have to meet me halfway. You're not okay. I'll meet you. Probably sixty. Half is a lot to ask when we're just getting into it. No, Half. We're in not a year. just. No, that's insane. I'm half gonna, in a year. I'm gonna sue you. All right, go on though with the um. 
Marin I'll see story. you in court. I can't wait. I think we'd be so good. Let's take it to Judge Judy. I'd love Let's to. Let's take it. Yeah. And you know what? Okay, so we'll see. And I think I have her side. I, I think I have enough proof against you that you're wanting to talk, but you have nothing to say. Well, you know what? My I took constitutional law in high school, and my teacher is Elena Kagan's brother. So I think that actually she would represent me in court, and she's an extremely powerful litigator. And so it remains to be seen who's going to win. Bitch, we self-represent in the small claims court. Wake up. Okay, tell your story. So anyway, we want Mark Marin on the podcast. Well, Rachel does for for reasons I don't know. But it turns out that when I just got to, you know, they weren't even real spots at Just for Laughs. I was stuck on the roof somewhere. They put me like in some holding area. They wanted you to I jump. Get to this whole, yeah, I get to this holding area and the only other person there is Mark Marin. Whoa. And we are stuck there for four hours. It's like maybe two in the afternoon. I remember it's like the show's like at seven or eight. We were holding. They like sent us to the wrong holding address mm-hmm. or just us. We're on this roof. I'm like, it's Mark Marin. He proceeds to talk to me for four hours in which he talked for four hours and I listened and I was excited about it. Well, okay. You're, you know, let's not, let's not re-engage with this, but that's very, that's, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Go and on. And he was great. We were talking and this and that, and it was really nice. And then I, years later, I started, you know, getting in at the comedy store and seeing him, you know, in a professional sense, like he was doing spots. I was doing spots. Mm-hmm. We'd meet in the hallways or whatever. And this is where my autism kicks in, high drive, which is which really is accredited to a lot of my monopolizing of conversations. I'm and I pulling wish up that you would have you some empathy. Test. And you're taking yeah. it later. Okay. We're taking We're, it we'll today. We'll take it. Okay, we'll take it because I do think you'd have a little more empathy. You have no empathy know. for my illnesses, so I will not return the favor. Well, but okay, so that's that's childish. <laughs> That's so juvenile. Well, I want to have compassion for you, but it's hard right now. Why? Why can, Why is it hard to have compassion? Because That's a it needs to be a two-way. I have so much compassion for you. I'm sorry I monopolized. This is something I work on my whole life. Okay, that's I didn't great. have. I didn't have a father. Me, I was not heard me, as a child. Me, there I, no I, father. I had nine siblings. I shared a room with a million people. I couldn't. I was screaming to talk, and now this is the product of it. Well, you have the I've stage. I've come a, a long way. I know, I've come but a long you way. need to adapt now. Now it's time to adapt, to readapt. So, so finish the story. It's embarrassing. What is? This whole thing, I don't want to monopolize as much, but I do have a lot of interesting things to say. Of so course. this is the conundrum. So you'll figure this it out. This is the conundrum. You need to edge your thoughts. You can't just get them all out at once. You got to edge them. Make people I want it. I love to edge in bed. I know. And Gap does not like this. Oh, she God. Could, she could all accuse me. Are you edging? And I, you know, I don't like to admit I am, but it feels <laughs> good. What, what am I? Of course. What do I end it now? So why don't you think about that intellectually That's for your good, thoughts? You know what? Yeah. You know what, Rachel? That's a good idea. <laughs> I'll give you that. Now I have compassion. All right, go on. I'd, okay. I'd love to hear you finish your story. So when I first just went up to him at the at the store, it's so awkward to make small talk, and that's why I hate doing it. And every time I've talked to somebody famous or whatever, it's always gone abysmally. Really? That's yeah. Like it's to always because I right away go, "Hi, I'm Robbie Hoffman. I'm working at the store." Like I don't have any. Mm. I don't. I know it's a professional meeting and I just treat it as it's just like the weirdest thing. So I go, you don't know me. I know you. You spoke to me for four hours. And I tried to get a picture up of my phone of which I have of us speaking for four hours and I'll get it. 
I'll get it at some point. Yeah. But I didn't have internet on my phone because I did. I was doing this thing where I don't have internet on my phone. I only Wi-Fi at home, just so I'm not on my phone. Oh, when that's I'm out, very smart. I want. I'm out. Well, you know about the light phone. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I own the light phone. Do I know about the light? You phone? You have, have the, the light phone? Yes, I'll go get it. You want me to go get it? I used it for a year in COVID. I want it so bad. Well, okay, I'll send it to you. You can have my light phone. Put your chip in it. I wanted to sell it for three fifty. Do you want to try it? I'd love to give it a test run. Okay, oh hundred bucks. God. Will you buy it for a hundred bucks? Yeah, I will. Because it is an expensive phone. Let me go get the phone. You want to see it? We'll do it after. We'll do it after. Okay. Wow. It's very small. But uh, shout out to Hannah Einbinder who remembers when I had the light phone and could not get in contact with me. We were kind of in a COVID bubble. I was. She was one of the few people I would see. And God bless. I had what the light phone. What a lovely young woman. Yeah, she really is. I don't know if she likes you. I can't tell. I think she we'll does, actually. Oh, good. We'll good. have to have her on and we can discuss it. We should just have one day where you bring on people who you think don't like me and we'll have them on for a minute and just check in. She's too afraid to be on, on account of my views on, on solving pedophilia and this and that. She doesn't want to be canceled? No. So then Mark Marin. it was so awkward that I couldn't find the picture. And then every time I met him since, I'm like, hi, hi, yeah, it's Robbie. He's like, hello. And yesterday, it would have been really easy for me to ask him on the podcast if he saw me kill. Yeah. But he was so much later on the lineup than me. I went up. I, of course, did phenomenally, of as course. I always do. Shout out to Annie Lederman, who had me on her show. Um, Annie, Le uh, Annie Wood. Annie Lederman and Friends type of show at the Comedy Store. It's a great show. Check it out. Um, and I did really well. But he's showing up. You know, comics, we don't always watch each other. So then after all the themes, famous people were talking to me because the ones who had seen me, it was good, whatever. And I'm talking with Annie and Whitney Cummings is there and we're wow. talking about her. And so I'm like in the scene a bit. Yeah. And he's in the scene. So he gets that people know me. I'm not a crazy. Yeah. You know, and then I go, he goes, oh, yeah, how did we meet? He starts to be warm. So I tell him this thing. I said, anyway, I have a long history with you. We can get in if you ever do my pod. Uh-huh. I tried to get it in there, but it, it was so awkward that he was like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's asked all the time. So, Mark Maron, if you're listening. Do the pod. Do the pod. Why not? I've listened to it once or twice on the plane. His podcast, that is. Yeah, I really like the Melissa Etheridge pod he did. I also listened to the Robin Williams and the Barack Obama. That's pretty much Robin it. Robin Williams was on Mark Maron? Yeah. <gasps> unreal. Wow, I have to, I love Robin Williams, and I really think I'll go out the same way he does. I agree with that. Killing myself in my 60s. Yeah, after after Parkinson's uh No, diagnosis. he had Parkinson's? Yes, he was recently diagnosed with Parkinson's. Oh, crap, that's a huge fear of mine. It runs in my family, I think. Oh, yeah, you'll definitely get but it. But I don't then. think women get it as much. They do, but the drugs for Parkinson's are so much better. Yeah, I'm seeing this, the vaccine. Now there's maybe a vaccine for MS. I'm like, shoot me up. Yeah. I wish I was born today because if I was born today, then 20 years from now, we're having cancer vaccines. I'll have to worry about the air quality, but not cancer. You know what I mean? Well, one goes with the other. Yeah, but, but if the uh, air quality is bad and it gives you cancer, but you have the cancer vaccine, you're not going to get cancer. So then what's the problem? So anyway, I don't know if Mark's going to do the pod. And I know you were, you were, you're, you know, everybody, you know what we talk, I, I was at a birthday party. Happy birthday to Ali Colbert and a very funny uh, comedian. I was at a birthday party when we were all talking 
And somebody goes, where did you even find Rachel? It's like, I've never heard of them. And these were big comedians. So I'm going, we never heard of her. I go, I plucked her out of obscurity. And this is the thanks I get. And I get accused that I don't pull my weight in the podcast. I don't answer emails. I don't do the administrative. You know what I do? I make this podcast even fucking happen. Okay. We use my platform. Mm-hmm. Okay. My guests many, many times. We've done. Okay. I'm, I'm promoting this on the Bethany Frankel podcast. Yeah. I have to go up to Mark Marin and potentially book him. So yeah, you can send another email or two. We do different things. At this point in the taping, the producer had to interrupt to tell Robbie that though it was clear she had been triggered, seemingly by her own story, she would need to stop yelling directly into the mic. A note she took with grace and humility. That's fine. We can. But what I was yelling about, it's the content that's important for the listeners, not the quality of what you're listening to. Okay. And we do different things just because something is different. Does we have different jobs? We have different jobs. My job is actually more in the, in in the podcast. You're doing Mm -hmm. the, the minute you're the support to the podcast many times, um, behind the scenes. And I'm the one having to look what guest my mother can come on the patreon i do that your mother hasn't come on she um is desperate to come on i'm ready whenever okay well mark Marin, i had to go and embarrass myself so anyway you wanted me to come here with a news story but what did you want to talk about you had other well, things you i wanted, wanted the i want to do the autism test with you let's do it the above 30 questions may be useful to understand if you are experiencing some of the com- common behaviors and thoughts associated with being autistic. All right. Okay. Will you please also take it? Well. Let's both answer. But but I have to click one to see. Okay. So, so let's, let's do you first, okay? Okay. And then I'll I'll tell you later okay, what happens. Okay. And is this Asperger's, which I know is no longer, or they're just doing autism Adult autism. Now? Online tests for adult sp- autism. On clinicalpartners.co.uk. Okay, because it is a spectrum, though. Of course. They, they, the questions are based on an evidence-based screening tool, the Autism Spectrum Quotient. Okay. They okay, also have a number for you to call if you'd like to discuss your results, which maybe, maybe we will. Okay. Question one. I prefer to do things on my own rather than with others. Definitely agree. Slightly agree. Slightly disagree. Definitely disagree. I, li- I prefer to do things alone or with people. I prefer to do things... What om- kind of things? No, there's none of this follow-up. Okay, well, it really depends, right? Because well, stand-up's do you prefer- alone. I'm, I imagine work. I imagine working. I mean, I don't know. Maybe socially. Alone. Yes. Maybe defin- alone to work. Definitely agree or slightly agree? Slightly agree. Okay. I prefer doing things the same way. For instance, my morning routine or trip to the supermarket. Definitely agree, slightly, slightly disagree, definitely disagree. Mm, Agree, definitely agree. I find myself becoming strongly absorbed in something even obsessional. Definitely agree, slightly agree, all the way to definitely disagree. Slightly agree. I like watches and Mm -hmm. I like comedy and I like, I don't know. Okay, I think I think you I think I agree. Slightly. With that. 
I'm very sensitive to noise and will wear earplugs or cover my ears in certain situations. Very, very, very incredibly. Me too. I was accused I was working on a show and somebody was chewing and I had then he sent me an article. I said, but he chews like an animal. But many people do. The chewing is a disaster. All right. This one's funny. Sometimes people say I am being rude, even though I think I am being polite. Yes, they do. Definitely and thank agree. you. Thank you. Yes, I would agree. And what, I am. Thank you for what? All right. No, thank you. That you might have more compassion. That that's well, a normal thing. So maybe we're not autistic. We're all just different. Go ahead. I find it easy to imagine what characters from a book might look like. No, but I don't read. Slightly disagree or definitely disagree. I just uh, slightly disagree. Great. I find I mean, it. How are they described? You know, I can see where this test is leaning, and it's making me upset. Let's just finish it out. Okay. But go quick. We'll do rapid fire. I find it easy to talk in groups of people. Yes, I very much agree. I am more interested in finding out about things than people. No. Defin- disagree. Definitely disagree. Or slightly. Slightly disagree. Depends the person, depends the thing. Of course. I find numbers, dates, and strings of information fascinating. Uh, I mean, it's so broad. Yeah, of course. Is there one? So it's only definitely agree, slightly disagree. What? What is the... Definitely t- agree, slightly agree, slightly disagree, definitely disagree. There's no indifference? No. Okay. So I'll, I'll say... Uh, I don't know, slightly information, strings of information, slightly agree. Great. I don't know. I prefer nonfiction books and films to fiction. I kind of think that's true. Uh, nonfiction. I like nonfiction. Yeah. Definitely agree? Yeah. Yeah, because you watch documentaries. I don't have any problems making small talk with new people. <laughs> I disagree slightly. <laughs> People close to me say I talk about the same things repeatedly. Slightly agree. I find it hard to work out what people's intentions are. Agree, slightly agree. Or highly agree. I would find it really hard to play imaginary games with children. Disagree. To what extent? Uh, I very much uh, disagree. I wrote children's uh, television, and I'm very good at that. I am a good diplomat and can help ease difficult social or work situations. See, I think I do, but this is one of those. So you answer for you. Slightly agree. Okay. I am often the last person to understand a joke. Uh, disagree. I have some very strong interests and get upset if I can't pursue them. No, I don't. uh, Slightly disagree. Upset? Yeah. No. I can tell if someone I am talking to is getting bored. Yes, I agree. Definitely? Uh, Yeah. All right, let's see. That was the last one. You show autistic traits slightly above the population average, but... Okay. Um... There we go. Are, okay, how much... So they say you should get a full assessment. How much does an autism assessment call, cost? 2250, 2,250 pounds. Are they mental? <laughs> 
They think I have nothing better to spend my money on during a, a full-on strike than this. They better think again. You think it's okay? There you have today? it, folks. I'm slightly autistic. Should we call them? Okay. <laughs> you don't want to talk to them. No, but to hear. Okay, so I'm autistic. What's a? Is there a medicine? Should we call? Um, I'm slightly above, but that's it. And that could be cultural and anti-Semitic. This whole test, I believe, is anti-Semitic. Probably. I agree. There's an there's a lifeline. There's an autism spectrum support lifeline we can call. I don't need it. I don't need it. All right, I don't it. need it. I'm fine, guys. Look, I've already... Look, I'm letting her talk. I come in hot. And you see, as the podcast goes on, I'm fine. It's true. It's like with... um. Try, you know, like when you leave a, and this is not, you know, whatever. You know, when you put a kid in preschool for the first time and they're freaking out for the first yeah. two hours, and then as the day goes on, they relax. Yeah, and they, yeah. It's that's exactly me. The same. That's me. I come in really hot. I need to unwind. I need to. I need to calm down. What can you do before the podcast to unwind? No, I just I I see you. I immediately have an energy. Why don't you jerk We're off doing before the, po- the pod? Ew, 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 ew. Don't talk. Don't talk like that. Which part? The jerk off? Saying jerk yeah, off? Yeah, no, on the podcast. Let's not get... <laughs> Who are you know, dating, sorry. Rachel? Huh? Who are you fucking dating? No, we can't. It's ri- ridiculous. <laughs> okay, you're not going to get me. <laughs> you're not going to get me. No, good good save, good save. You're okay. Not good. Say no, there's no stuff. save. There's no save. I well, was saying exactly what I wanted to say and intended to say. No, of course. And I I want to um circle back cuz I basically Robbie posited a challenge which is what if we don't talk about being gay or Jewish for this episode? And I think that that's an amazing idea. So we're really trying to steer it clear of that. It wasn't a challenge. It's just that's not what I like Rachel bills herself as gay and Jewish and this is like so do what, you. what's Are happening. You kidding me? No, but I don't I don't I don't say that. Like I I just talk about things and I happen to be both those things, but you're like so we're gay and here's the gay tier and here's you do a lot of that. I don't do that. I did inadvertently bring jewish back i believe i made jewish cool again i don't know if we've talked about this i'm pretty you sure have. we have you have per, yeah. per autism yeah but i do believe i brought it back and then everybody like harps on it and it's the weirdest thing because i wasn't i just was being gay and jewish but not as a point of a topic mm. not as a topic interesting here's a story you probably don't want to talk about because it hits close to home mm-hmm Hassan Minhaj. Mm-hmm. Hassan right? Minhaj, yes. Yeah. Him. Uh, What's going on? The whole thing with him about lying. racisms and this and that and his lies. And, you know, I, I, I want to say I, I read the story. I, I look at you and you create mental illnesses or whatever you relate to for comedy. And you milk, you know, the moment, the woke moment where oppression points you know, and, and fine, I, I score high with oppression points, but as an accident, I didn't go out of my way to do this. But you so do you, find a wave of people who suddenly identify, I have this, I have that, I have this other thing. You know, this bad thing happened to me, this thing happened to me. And Hassan and you, it, it just... So I, you're I saying Hassan, that I'm doing... Rachel. No, you have to you let know, me read... defend myself. And in fact, I don't even have to defend myself. What you're saying about me is utter bullshit it's and i you know you talk to anyone in the world oh you know whatever 
am I known for storytelling absurd stories in my stand-up? Yeah, and frankly, sure, people same. love it. Same. I love the absurdity of storytelling. This is this is beyond storytelling, Rachel. No, this is what, um, what, what Hassan has done is completely different than what I do. And for you to lob such accusations is just, you know, you're looking to start a fight. And what? Instead, we could both say, "Oh, you know, that's so interesting. What he's doing? It's crazy. It's you know, it's not right." I'm not. Why doing would that. he admit to this? Like, why did he just go out of his way to say I lied about all this? Do you know how this unfolded? No, I, I haven't read the article yet because I can't get onto the New Yorker website. But he lied. The worst thing about it's like he's not even lying about funny things. Like he's not, he's not coloring a story, which obviously stand up. You know, we're right. exaggerated versions of ourselves because it's and you know we're we're literally letting ourselves go there. But it was like news. It wasn't funny. First of all, he's not funny. But the things he especially lied about, like were like his kids getting sent a, anthrax or whatever. Yeah, but also like getting like pulled over or he had that thing. I forget the terrorist names like Angoshi or whatever. He went to Syria and he had a meeting with a government official, like mm -hmm. just not funny things, like literal newsworthy things. Mm -hmm. Bizarre, like fine. Well, the thing that is the thing that people are really. So for if you don't know, Hassan is a is a comic who there's a big expose written about him saying that he lied about a lot of these stories. He told us truths. And the issue is that the comedy that he does is often like clapter comedy where he's just like, this is what happened to me. Isn't this crazy? And the assumption is that everything he's saying is true. There's kind of no suspension of disbelief at all. But then it turns out a lot of things he was saying weren't true. And but there it's like if you're a stand up comic, you can say something that's not true if it is a joke and it serves a Literally. joke. Literally. But if you're just being like this thing happened to me, isn't the world horrible? You can do that without actually saying that the thing happened. It, it is really quite interesting. But I feel like it's like late night host spaces, like the political yeah. shows. It's like that's kind of par for the course a little bit. It didn't surprise me. No, because he's trying to do this this personal political show. What it differentiates him from, say, a John Stewart back in the day or Stephen Colbert on his show when it was happening, the old show, mm -hmm. is they weren't personalized. They they handled the news in a slightly comedic way or very comedic. They did their takes on it, but they weren't John Stewart. We didn't. It wasn't his wife. It wasn't about him. Things that happened to him. Hassan inserted himself into the news stories he had he had he was in relation to them often it wasn't like what do I think about this thing happening on this side of the world it was I was there you know right. I it was like very Brian Williams -y, where Brian Williams lied about like being in Afghanistan that was so details. funny right I mean look but it was like that and it was the same thing they're equally as funny to each other Brian Williams and Hassan to me if Hassan's a comedian Brian's a comedian Brian, you know what I mean? I think Brian walks so his son could run. Yeah, I agree with you. Brian was on 30 Rock a couple of times. Something keeps falling. I'm sorry. Headphone. I would make the switch to being a news anchor tomorrow. What do I care? Yeah, kind of like a depressing Eeyore Rachel Maddow. Well, they need to have someone who takes the news to heart. Because all these people are just sitting there talking. We need someone who's like, Jesus Christ. Well, that Christ. was Oprah. That oh, was Oprah. I never really watched Oprah. 
Oprah was amazing. When she started, she was a newscaster. Mm-hmm. And she worked, I think, in Baltimore, one of these tiny towns. And she, they would, like, post her up in front of, like, a burning house and, 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 you know, report the news, the local news. There's a house on 70th Street or whatever that's happening. This And she would be sobbing. There's a house! <laughs> it's on fire! There's kids! There's kids! There's kids! They gotta get here! That's they perfect. So she was like almost, I don't know if she was fired or moved or what the idea was, but basically she was too emotional for the news. She would get Let's there and bring she would it back. Start. Yeah. And we then need she to would bring be, it back. No, because we have that, but we have it inauthentically. We have the Don Lemons sobbing. Again, personalizing, taking himself into the news. Every time there was something about a gay thing in some state, he's like, as a gay man. <laughs> it's like, Don, this isn't happening to you, man. You're married, you're rich, you live in New York. We're talking about some kid in Georgia who was beheaded because he gave his roommate a jerk-off something and then they put it on the internet. Okay? Jesus Nothing Christ. to do, for fuck's sake. So we have this, we have this inertia, this impetus, or this incentive for people to personalize the news. Yeah. And that's what Hassan did. That's where Hassan differentiated from other political shows that literally well, reported yeah, that's a, that's and a had thing. funny takes on it. If you're going to personalize the news, you need to be low status. You need to be depressed. You need to be taking everything to heart. And, you know, oh, this is, you know, Oprah crying about the house. You can't I mean, be... Yeah. You can't be superior and be like, this thing happened to me. I overcame it. And isn't this funny? Literally. You have to be living in it miserable people can't look away because you're the train wreck and i think i can do that amazingly so i'd like to audition you know what i'm very good at what being interviewed by a news reporter of course what happened i come in hot i'll tell you what happened (laughs) i was driving okay and it's like boom the house is fucking on fire Right. right so i'm good like that i'm good on the news that's you're the you're the bit character of the news where you come in you give an amazing sound bite no one can trust what you're saying necessarily that's but not you're true coloring. i saw with my eyes i saw with my eyes All right. you're gonna tell me i didn't see what i saw and fine the memory can do strange things there you go yeah trauma can affect you etc you know i have horrible memory i know it's really an issue. I need um I don't I don't know if I need to have some part of my brain put back or taken away. It's one or the other cuz something's not totally correct. It's yeah, what what is it? A uh, lobotomy? What is it called well, when they Yeah, remove? it's either going to be You know most of the uh I feel like most of the Kennedys have had lobotomies. Is really? that true? Something I don't know, about, but the guy doesn't sound well. The Kennedy who's doing the the, the race now. I love now. them all. Yeah, they're so. May God bless them. The one married to Cheryl from Curb. He doesn't sound so good. I Wait, go, is that's he okay? is she is she crazy conservative person? He's not conservative, right? He's Wait. a Democrat. Really? And that's how he talks when he's running? No. Yeah, he's a Democrat. He's a staunch Democrat. That's the whole thing. Do you understand that the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, suppresses any voice that isn't Biden, that isn't the establishment? Of course, so anybody I who comes this. in anti-establishment, they say there's nobody else contesting. 
This is the DNC. Nobody else is contesting. We have to vote Biden. We have Marianne Williamson, who's unbelievable. Bernie? You don't think I'm wearing my, yeah, Bern- my Bernie shirt today? Well, you cover it up, anti-Semitic. Well, it's a little Erasure? chilly in New York today. And yes, actually, I've had a couple of people say things to me on the street recently when I've worn this shirt, and it's a little scary. Good. But to maybe who? it's because you're not wearing a bra and your tits are flying. It could be that. Today I had to run to catch the bus you and big I, juicers. I do, yeah. And my nipples are always hard, so it's not just the up and down, it's the in and out. You know how you know that thing where you can rub your belly and pat your head at the same time? Yeah, That's I can. like my my breasts. You understand? It's two things completely different forces and directions at once. Absolutely stunning. I got a lymph node checked. <laughs> oh, and I'm petrified of my lymph nodes. I know, me too, but I'm all clear. But it's okay. shaped like a kidney bean. Is that fine? What, how, well, what they, are they said supposed it's to be fine, shaped? but they're not supposed to look like that. It's like something has, something weird is happening, but there's nothing bad happening. It's just, you know, it's a Do you take a multivitamin, Rachel? No, I need to. It, it changed my life, the multivitamin. Which one do you take? I take any one for women. Don't come at me. Biologically female. I have to take that one. I don't have the prostate thing. What do you want from me? Yes, I don't love the packaging. I don't love the bottle, but I take it. It's a women's multivitamin. I make sure it has a high B12. I know vitamins are very hard to ingest orally, but there's still you're getting some and i have to tell you my energy level it takes about three weeks for me to kick in like if i haven't taken vitamins for a while Mm. if you take vitamins give it like three weeks a month and then you'll suddenly realize oh my god that three o'clock crash yeah gone you you barely have it i go in and out of the vitamins where sometimes i'm really on it i feel like even i take too much it's a thing i know you gotta take too much because you'll be peeing like crazy but you take them you have to be consistent. That's the thing with the vitamin guys. And my mother growing up, shout out to my mother. Shout out. What's she her did, name? You Bonnie? Know, we, Claudia? Con- Connie. Connie, yeah. Connie. Constance Ann. Connie. Mm-hmm. She had, uh, she gave us Flintstone vitamin a day. We I took kids. those. Did you yeah. have with the one with the iron in it? I'm sure. Whatever it was. It was purple. It was delicious. I actually got them recently because, you know, I'm anemic. And so... I was trying to reintroduce iron into my diet. Do you see what I'm saying when we talk, Hassan? We talk you. Do you see? Do you see any parallels? Here's what I want to ask you. Yeah. Because you, you challenge me. You make me look at my problems. You say you talk too much, and then I feel bad. I go, you know what? I really do, and yeah. I really wish I could stop monopolizing. But I have so much to say, okay. and I'm going to work this edging technique and see how it goes. Okay. But for you, it you're unable. When I do, you can only self-diagnose. But when I say, hey, Rachel. Do you see any similarities? You there and are no because the way that inserting you're inserting f- yourself into the mental illness conversations. No, we're having it's not an assertion if it's true. I'm not lying about it. And anemia is not a mental illness. It's a it's a blood thing that I have. I have to go get iron infusions. So you want me to not talk about myself? No, I just I just it's interesting. That's all. It's just something to look into. There's something nothing to, to look into. Something to explore, as you'd say. Something I think to it's explore. something to explore. People want that shirt. Well, let's make the shirt. I'm going to make the shirt. You know, I love to design. <gasps> let's wait, make the wait. Shirt. I have the most amazing thing that happened to me. I went oh to God. the WNBA game. Mazel tov, mazel tov. I sat courtside. Yep. 
So my friend Geraldine took me. She's a movie star, okay? She took wow. me. We went courtside. We went to Barclays. It's the WNBA playoffs game. You know, I'm a diehard. I'm, I'm only interjecting to say that Please. I also made the WNBA a little hot again. I went to the first ever game when they were back, when Brittany Griner was back this season in L.A. I think it caused a big stir online, and now everybody's suddenly going to the WNBA games. Are Go you, on. Are you saying that that's true of me as well? No. Uh, yeah, I think you went to the WNBA games after me. <laughs> there, and there well, is, let's that's, check. That's true. That's let's true. Let's check also. the books on that. I've been going for about two years now, and I and everyone knows yeah, this about I me. Yeah, I went. I sat in a, bo- I sat in a Brittany box. Brittany Griner just got back. Yeah, but I went to the first game back this year, but I went years ago too. All box. right, so maybe we have interests that um, we form separately, and yet it's amazing when they converge. It's and okay, I didn't wait. know Influence you a is a compliment. Ago. Influence, I will, look, it's a compliment, th- so thank there you. There are certain ways in which you, I, I do think you've brought back Jewish. I think you bring it out in me, and maybe that's why I like to talk about it with you. But in terms of the WNBA, I will draw a line in the sand. Absolutely okay. something not. To explore. Something, something to explore. Something to explore, dot, dot, dot. So listen, I went to courtside. It's in Barclays. Did you know Barclays has a secret carbone inside of it? You can only go if you're no. VIP. Yes. You eat for really free. Cool. Steak. Spicy vodka rigatoni there. Suddenly Delicious. you can eat everything. She had stomach issues an hour ago. Everyone, suddenly think, she's eating everything because it's You think carbone. I wasn't up after that night shitting myself? No, okay, of course here we I go. Was. Here we go. She has to keep the... Li- you know, when you have so no, many things, you have to remember nope. what you can say. Really what all can. I'm doing is just reflecting on. on what happened that night as you bring it yeah, up. So, no, yep, I have stomach problems. I ate the food because, of course, it's carbon. It's a free meal. And I suffered after. So what are you going to do? I wasn't going to sure, talk about it. Suffered. Yes, I suffered. I, I can... It's hard to eat I can carbon. send you my bowel... Um, sitting... Journal. No, I wasn't going to complain about how I, my Ms. body reacted, but you brought it up. so hard. She's sitting courtside. <laughs> She's eating carbon. Let me steaks. tell the amazing part, though. Well, there are a couple amazing parts. I'm sitting behind Sue Bird. You know about Sue Bird? Yes. If you don't lesbian. know. Lesbian, really big WNBA star. She retired last year. She's married or engaged to Megan Rapinoe. I, I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. All right, so we can talk about it. I don't know about those two and how they get down. We'll get into it after. It's really interesting. Although, you know what? I saw her phone. She was right in front of me, and I was looking at when she was texting, and guess what emoji Megan Rapinoe is in her phone? I'll show you. What? How can you see that close? Because it, first of all, I have amazing vision. I actually have- You have amazing vision. I'll give you that then. Yeah. This is um, the emoji that Megan is in her phone. No, perfect identical yeah. yeah identical i know nailed and it we have the video of it but it's the one where you're a girl rock star with the pink hair and you look queer and david bowie all right so that's whatever so i'm yell i'm a yeller at these games i'm screaming you know the ref sucks you know bad call whatever go john quill whatever and we were sitting next to these women who i guess have season tickets and that's sue bird's seat where she was sitting and so I'm screaming, and Sue Bird looks back at the other women we were sitting next to, who I guess usually are screaming, and they went, it wasn't us this time. And I said, yeah, it was me, you know, screaming. And Sue looks at me, she said, I know, I heard you. And it's like, what's the problem? Like, she didn't like that I was yelling. And it's like, this is the house you built. 
You want fans. You want super fans. You want I. I mean, WNBA games are. I experience every emotion. I'm someone who doesn't experience many emotions throughout the day in my life. But at the WNBA game, joy, sadness, anger, fear, all of them really come out. And she's trying to silence me. Can you believe this? You know what? This is what happens when women try and do the all-female version of a male thing, like sports. Go on. Versus just doing a new thing. You know, sports is dumb, just objectively. Disagree. Let's just just pull out. Okay, sports is dumb. It's a way for guys to be gay, as gay as they can be. They're going after a ball. Sports is for kids. It's it's putting a ball on this side, moving it to the other side. It really is for kids. It's a game for kids. Mm -hmm. But it's a way for dudes to get together, but they're not gay to do everything, but they're not gay, and to have their version of a soap opera, which I've talked about before. When you, when somebody is very into basketball or they're into football, you'll notice that it's always about the story of the players. This guy, mm. he was transferred here. That's interesting. And then he married his high school sweetheart. They know everything. Yeah. It's like fucking gay. It's like a soap opera. It's their Kardashians. They follow. Uh-huh. Well, now, you know, he traded and he's on this team and they're breaking up. Yeah. I think once he met his wife, he's not playing as good. This, that, 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 that. Totally. It's all them to have gossip. Yeah. To have things that are gay, girly, mm-hmm. in their opinion. And then what we do, instead of leaning in, yeah, the Kardashians is exactly sports. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, or so, you know, soap operas are sport sporting events just like sports is a sporting event because it's not about the ball to this side the other yeah it really is about everything else totally totally so when we lean in a hundred percent instead of just doing we should just literally have a soap opera of girls you know it should be like but we we then go well we'll do it the boys way we'll we'll have sports as a as a thing but the thing is is women don't like loud and screaming we don't like generally all these things no, well, they don't. Sometimes the ones who okay. want to be like the And guys. so maybe we can't. Here's an idea. Maybe we can't kick it like the dudes. And here's a further idea. Maybe we don't want to. I don't want to kick it like the dudes. Wait, I'm losing okay, you a little I think bit. The whole, I, you know, it's like, we can be like the dudes. We can play. We right. can play this. We can. But maybe some people don't want to. But I don't know. I, I can would, we all quiet down here? I'm trying to just you watch just and relax. Read. Have a glass of wine. Sure, I'll watch a ball go here, there. But really, I don't need I don't need this pretend thing to watch a soap opera. I can just wa- go through. I can just find the drama. Let me just watch the drama. That's what the housewives are and all of these things are. But what do I do that I genuinely enjoy it? And it's like really one of the only places that I feel joy and amazing. Like that, it was the best night of my life. Sure. I just don't think you're more you're most people. I think that's fine. That's why the mm-hmm. WNBA isn't as as watched and as this because many women, I think, were going. We don't want to lean into the guy thing. We'll just watch a soap opera. We don't need a fake soap opera. We don't need the ball as the heroine. We can just, if it's about the drama, we can just sure. have the have well, the distilled, um, you know. Let uh, me make a, kind a plea. Of like the cannabis oil of the of of I understand of the plant. THC. Let me make a plea then to any men who are listening, and I I think there are very few. But cis men, if you are listening, make the switch over to the WNBA because if you're trying to watch a soap opera under the guise of sports, the WNBA is really where it is because everyone within it is fucking, dating, 
There's a, basically an Illuminati. See? It's amazing what it is. So if that's what See, you're that's looking for. that's why you're watching it. No, it's genuinely not. I have always loved basketball. I have a basketball tattoo. I love to play it. As you know, I'm five feet and a quarter inch, and so I was actually inhibited from okay, pursuing quarter it. Quarter inch, guys. Well, I don't want people to think I'm only five feet. I'm five feet and a quarter inch. I think you're 4'11". I think we've been through this, right? We I, should I go to the doctor together. I think we've been through this. I have my chart right here. What chart? Your chart means nothing to me. Oh, I could go over my chart with you, actually. I just got my blood work back. I People are not going to like this. I'm just anti any sport, I guess. You know, fucking when you watch CNN versus Fox, when you watch Democrat versus Republican, the way that news is reported to us is all coming from this sports male, let's turn it into sports. So I wish that less things were modeled after a sporting model and more in a conversation or Socrataic, like many opinion or like discussion model. Oh yeah, well then what you need to do is get... Well, I think that plays into gay men perfectly because, you know, many, many in ancient Greece, all of these men were quite gay. You you know, you'd learn how to have sex. I heard this. You learn how to have sex as a young man from an older man. And that's when they bring mm. out the wine. That's when they're everyone's getting loose and discussing ideas. So maybe what we need is more of a, you know, Socratic approach to the world, which includes, you know, expanding sexuality, et cetera, getting wine so. drunk. I think as grownups, mm-hmm. following sports, fuck, talk, enjoy a glass but, of wine. Let's do grown-up shit. Yeah. I absolutely agree. You can learn a ton of yourself through getting in touch with yourself sexually. Like one of the biggest things about growing from childhood to adulthood is incorporating sexuality. And it's such a grown-up only thing and it's fucking fun and amazing and you can learn a ton of things about you. Yes, I wish that was more of the thing. But instead what we do is we suppress sexuality. We make it so it's, again, teams. You can be with this one, is this this one. Mm. You're this versus this and that's it. And anything, division of that is like not. So we, we're removing, mm. we're removing like facets or multifaceted dimension things to make it everything more sport-like women versus men it's a it's 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 a it's a buy it's you know and i am part of a i like being in a couple but i wonder like even the couple dumb versus what you're saying maybe a a a orgy type or group or learning or different ways to approach sex whatever it is is just so stifled and suppressed in favor of a sport model even for our relationships well, you know, life is long and maybe right now you're in your, you know, gorgeous monogamous partnership and in a Which couple Which I love. Of course, but maybe in, you know, maybe in your 50s you're like, let's open it up and let's just we'll just basically rent a campground and people will come and we'll talk and we'll fuck. No, see, because it's the people who show up to the campground, right, Shell? <laughs> Of course, okay, I, know I don't that. need I you don't... showing up with your no, backpack. At you the think campground. I'm sh- if I'm showing up with my backpack to the campground, it's just to help out with the you know the wood and beds. I'll, I'll help out She's with the doing furniture. logistics again. Here yeah, she is. I'd love to. Let me you know hammer a couple of nails, strip the wood, fix the veneer, whatever. I'll do whatever, but I'm not gonna have sex in a group. Get out of town. Wait, I feel like you do sexually. See, it doesn't work. Like I would want the chance to explore. I've explored some things in the past. It's not for me, but. But I wonder if we had more of those conversations of what, you know what I mean? Like yes. what you're saying, like just 
So no, I, I don't, don't do anything. Um, I I am extremely uh, inhibited. I'm extremely inhibited. I and I think I need drugs, but I'm scared of drugs. I need drugs to get rid of my inhibitions, but I'm too scared to try the drugs. Well, you should have weed and have sex because that's a fun. Weed gives me panic drug. attacks. Okay, well, there's different ones that don't now. They they have very fancy. Try. They've distilled it. Yeah, you can talk to somebody at the weed store. Now it's like you're not a crapshoot. Like there's oh. actually like like 300 different weeds or something. So yes, many do give you panic. Some so, people like that feeling of, wow. of, of so I could many go in don't and, have that at all. I could go in and say, oh, you know, tonight I'd like to try my hand at swinging sexually. So what type of weed yeah. should I do? Literally, they'll <laughs> give you one that makes you con- no uh, that oh. that loses your inhibitions in that way, but doesn't have the hard thing. Like they've distilled it. Wow. It's like scientific. So, so how it's have we not really found a nice. cure for cancer? Because everyone's spending time with the well, weed. Well, because cancer isn't one thing. Cancer is many, many. When people say a cure for cancer, and this really focus bothers on one Gabby, cancer. Then focus on, as everybody knows, Gabby is ICU uh, nurse, essentially a doctor in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but she really hates when people say yes, and because she's literally saved so many lives, and she's so brilliant, uh, especially in the medical field. But. She says she hates when people say, well, just cure cancer because people don't understand that cancer is not one thing. It is like 300. One cancer is totally different to another cancer. We call them both cancer, but it's as if it's another disease. Because it's a different organ. It's no, it's just like, I, I don't know. I, I, we got to get her on for the medical stuff. But um, when is she coming on? She'll come on when we calm down. For fuck's sake, we gotta get it together and we'll have her on. She's excited to do it. She likes you. I'll say that. I love Gabby. I only have Gabby nice thinks you're 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 her favorite of my friends. And so she said cutie. that after one time meeting. Can't so wait said, to I'll hang write. out, all of us together. We should get our nails done. Isn't she just a doll? Yeah, she's really just a ray of sunshine. Yeah, she really is. Does she calm um, you? She really does. Yeah. So here's the other thing. And we calm each other. She's also very spunky too. She's very, you know, we're both animated type people. But um, I do think to what you were saying and to what we were saying, getting out of the binary and this and that, I think by virtue of us being, you know, being queer, not to talk about this as a topic, but I do think we have had some more of that exploration than most people ever get just because we're immediately doing something outside of the sport that the sport we're breaking. We're, we're you know, time out or yeah. the ref is calling something. Yeah. And we're going, well, we're going to explore this. Yeah. So I do think that we have more of an eye because we've done, you know, we were we were born into heteronormative worlds. We did do that. And then we kind of thought, well, is there another way? Mm-hmm. But then we applied again the male version of it to the lesbian, you know, yeah. so we we took the sporting model and we did it again. Right. And I don't know how, you know. I'm more and more hoping to find something that um, doesn't, that isn't so accessible because I actually am, you know, for a long time, I think I was like, I, I can't stand women, you know, whatever. Now I can't stand men. So who am I left with? There's no one. Well, you got the non-binaries. No, no, I Why know, you but I mean throw with them in, under the bus. No, I would. Well, see, fellas, no, see everybody. I'm, oh my! Now God. who's transphobic? No, I'm talking about with. Sick of this. I could never be transphobic in my life. I'm talking about within the binaries. I'm saying that's why I want to find something that's more accessible 
or that's less accessible in that it's not part of the binary. I, I really, I'm trying to find my space. You can get into an animal. No, people I, do bestiality. I'm not interested in that, and I'm not. I'm talking about. I won't tell on you. I think it's sick personally, but I'm not going to tell on you. I'm not I know a someone who does it, and I'm not naming no. names. I can't. I can't. What I'm, do you mean they do it? Like what? At times they'll put peanut butter. What on their penis or whatever? Yeah, and then the dog licks it. Yeah. No. Yeah, but I can't tell you about who it is. But listen to me. All I'm saying is, um, that's psycho. You uh, should. The fact that you're not ratting this person, it's a man. Is they're dealing really with disgusting. it, and it's not a man. Squirrel, you know. I, look, Rachel, no, this let me, is the people you surround yourself with, and I will say this: it has a huge impact, <laughs> huge no, impact not, on your future. In I'm ways, not getting involved. I have in no, ways. No, well, it's I, a friend of yours. Yeah, but her, you know, she's dealing with it. She, I, it's not my job to to do anything. She confided in me and Can everything. You, well, fine. the dog's got you. Got to call a, a Peta. I think we got to get. She doesn't you gotta have call a dog. Peta. She doesn't have a dog. It's happened a couple times, and she's dealing with it, and she wants to Whose change her ways. Whose dog is it? I'm not. She's pet giving, sitting. I'm not giving anymore. I know who it is. If she's a dog walker, I know no, exactly who it there's is. There's no dog walker. All I was trying to say was that I don't think Guys, that I fall. Guys, be careful about your dog walkers. I don't fall within the gender binary. That's all that I wanted to say, and I'm trying to explore that more. And I need support. Okay, are you going to be doing dog stuff? No, I'm not. I don't. I don't like. Okay. I don't like regular sex. I'm not going to like animal sex as well. This is Too Far, and it's a podcast, and I'm one of the hosts, Rachel Colley, and then there is, of course, another host named Robbie Hoffman. The show is produced by Lena Richards at Prologue Projects, and then the music you heard at the beginning that maybe um, you liked a lot, that has a guitar, etc., was a song by Francis Carr, and then I did the art because I didn't want to pay anyone to do it. So please subscribe to the show. Follow us for bonus content on Patreon and also on Instagram at Too Far Pod. And I I don't like saying this stuff either. But thank you for listening and please leave us a review and it should be good. And it, please it should be a good one. <laughs>